Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark holiday movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark holiday movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark holiday movies. I'm Jonathan Shapiro, and I feel eh about Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Oh, man. what an exciting day today is. Yeah, it is. It it's is. a good week. Uh, it's a good day to be back for a brand new week. Yeah. We definitely did not get back late last night from the West Coast. We're definitely not jet lagged at all, and you're definitely going to get our best today. Yes, that's exactly gonna right. going to happen. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, and we do have fan favorite and friend of the pod, Jonathan Shapiro, with us. Jonathan, how are you? Oh, I'm so happy. I can't believe a year has gone by. Another year, another time for us to make fun of leprosy together. Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite bits from all of last year is Jonathan Shapiro talking about Glazer in uh, in Christmas Everlasting, the, the Glazer character that ruins everybody's life. Uh, and I watched Double Holiday thinking, Jonathan is going to have a field day today. Um, and so I'm very much looking forward to it. <laughs> Wait, double holiday. I watched holiday date. <laughs> yeah, holiday oh, date. Sorry. Just holiday. kidding. Holiday date. Double holiday's got our boy Chris. Chris it's not, it's oh, next week. Boy. It's not you. It's the jet lag. I promise. Boy, I tell you. I know we all look alike to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Jew who saw holiday date. That's right. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> another Jew to do the other movie. But look, there's more than one Jew movie this year, so that's good, right? Yeah, but not in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> not in South Carolina. Uh, really stepped in it there you sure did everyone's getting our best uh well we can't wait to talk about it uh but before we do a couple of things of course to talk about the patreon community uh is just uh, a, a lot of fun uh, especially this last weekend, something was going on uh, with Hallmark, and yeah. uh, we had a good time. We had a yeah. good time on the Hallmark made the national news, trended on Twitter, and if you were a part of our Facebook community, you got to hear some great chatter about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not just here for the movies; we're here for the hard hitting news as well. We really are. Well, and you can do what you want with Hallmark right. Channel, but if you could go ahead and keep listening to our podcast, that'd, that'd be, be great. Really great. And, the, <laughs> and I think the promo code for Zola is still available. I think it is. Yeah, That's it is. Exactly okay, right. good to hear. Um, and uh, what else? We got so you can leave the review on the iTunes and all that good stuff. We're we're still guys. I, guys, I, I, you know, it's going to be. I, yeah. I have a hard time not being uh, optimistic about most things. I'm yeah. having a hard time um, believing that we're going to make it to 2,000 reviews by the end. We of the, need the two about 250 reviews in the next two weeks and so that is asking a lot um you know because we're not averaging 125 a week but i i think we could do it i think it would require a christmas miracle and i'm here for that hey listen guys uh from my heart to yours please review uh please if that review. doesn't move you i don't know what will that's true um and uh anything else guys that you well, wanna... it doesn't cost anything you might want to mention it's free yeah it's, it's it free and, and not only is it free but when you leave a rating and review this year jonathan we donate money to communities and schools we donate what? we do if you leave a review we for every review we donate a dollar to communities and schools which helps kids uh stay in school and graduate from high school so not only does it not cost anything it actually 
gives. So it's now's the time, guys. I mean, come on. Now it's is the time, time to do it. And we did have a great time out in L.A. We were at the Christmas Land Experience. It was wonderful. Guys, thanks for calling me when you were in L.A. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> yeah. It was a short short trip situation. Man, there's uh, no winning there because if we had called him, he'd have been busy. Like, he would have been busy. <laughs> it had been a Goliath something or a play something. But we don't call, and it's a whole thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But we had a great time. You could have come. Really, it's on you. We have made it we made it very well known that we were gonna be in LA at the Christmas Land Experience and you weren't there. This is on you this time. One Jew on the broadcast, blame him. <laughs> yeah, it's excited be- about double holiday, Jonathan. Excited about it. Double holiday is the best movie. Uh, it is time to talk about holiday dates. It uh, originally aired on December 14th, 2019, and it went a little something like this. Uh, Brooke works for a big designer and does fittings for some celebrities, I guess. Uh, She wants to be a designer herself. She shows her boss her designs, and she wasn't a fan. And Brooke tells her her what's up. I think we should pay respect to how design has evolved, and it's... Good for her. Uh, her boyfriend, Ethan, then breaks up with her. It's a tough day for her. Uh, we meet Joel. He's an up-and-coming actor. He's at the same uh, Friends Miss Christmas party thing as, uh, as Brooke is, and she tells him that her parents are expecting her boyfriend to come, and so all of Brooke's friends are like, hey, you should get uh, Joel to come, and, and be, he can be fake Ethan and be a fake relationship together. And we all love a good fake relationship movie, and so they agree. And off to the parents' house they go. Ethan comes in hot, hugging the family, kissing the family. It's a whole thing. Everybody's everybody's uh, having having a great time. Um, and uh, I'm going to call him Ethan Joel, just just so that we know who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So e- Jewish Ethan. <laughs> Fair enough. Jewish Ethan uh, keeps saying stuff that makes it seem as if he doesn't really know much about Christmas. He finally tells Brooke, hey, I'm Jewish, so this is my first Christmas. Uh, But his family thinks that Ethan uh, is Mr. Christmas, and so what are they going to do? He keeps doing everything wrong. He messes up the Christmas lights. He buys an oversized tree. He messes up a gingerbread house. He eats popcorn that was meant for the tree. He doesn't know Deck the Halls! (laughs) So, he decides, you know what? I think it's time to come clean. I I am indeed Jewish. And so she calls me Mr. Christmas because of how excited I am for my first Christmas. Uh, and so they decide to celebrate both Christmas and Hanukkah. But she's still, uh, everybody still thinks that he's an architect. And so Brooke's sister and brother-in-law invite him over to look at uh, the house for some architect advice. Um, doesn't go well. Uh, Brooke is out about looking to buy some stuff for costumes for this play. And her sister spots her looking at a wedding dress. And so, obviously, that means that she's engaged. And so the family now thinks that Brooke and, uh, and, and, and Jewish Ethan are, in, are, are indeed engaged. And so Brooke and, uh, and Jewish e- uh, Ethan uh, do uh, really start to enjoy each other's company. The family tells Brooke that they uh, are now engaged. And so 
Brooke and uh, Jewish Ethan decide to just keep going with it. Let's just roll with it. What, what else? What's the worst that could happen? They're out in the town. Someone takes a picture of them and tags the real Ethan. Um, and, and the real Ethan calls and is like, hey, what's up? I just got tagged in this picture. I don't. It's not me. It's some guy. And she's like, uh, we'll chat soon. And so Ethan just shows up at the house. And so she lies about who Ethan is. as a friend from fashion school. And so Christian Ethan. Yeah, Christian Ethan. That's right. And so uh, she tells him kind of what's up, and he's like, well, good luck to you. And they hug goodbye, but Joel, uh, but Jewish, Jewish Ethan, now I can call him Joel. Uh, Joel uh, sees it. Jewish Joel. Jewish Joel. That's right. JJ. And so JJ confronts her, and she's like, no, 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 no. I'm not with him. I'm kind of into you. And so they snowball fight, kind of. It's mainly just her tackling him. Um, they uh, they light the first candle uh, of Hanukkah, and they hold hands, and it's a sweet moment. Um, when uh, the director of the children's play gets sick, Joel uh, agrees to learn the lines and fill in. And they, and, they, and they kiss under the mistletoe, and boy, did they like it. Uh, they find out that her parents called, uh, that her parents called his parents, which are not his parents. They're actually Ethan's parents. Christian so Ethan, yeah. That's going to go well. Uh, but the, the dad finds out who Joel really is. He's an actor. And so they all think that Joel has been lying to Brooke the whole time. So Joel and Brooke come clean, and the family's really upset with both of them. Uh, because Brooke was in on it. And so they're mad at both of them. The play happens. Joel crushes that children's play. Uh, Brooke is so happy to see him do what he loves. Uh, turns out uh, that her boss was in the crowd of this children's play loved the costumes and so Brooke is like I, I don't I don't want to work for you I want to keep designing costumes for children's plays uh, yeah jo- Joel finds out that uh, that he didn't get the big role that he auditioned for he doesn't care because he's in love he's happy just doing community theater and so he gets her a necklace with both the menorah and a Christmas tree on it they kiss Merry Hanukkah from Hallmark and that my friends was holiday That's exactly right. Wow, we did it. That's what happened. That is exactly what happened. I can't wait to talk about it. Mm. We have four segments on the show to talk about this movie, the first of which is... Hot, hot take. take. Uh, and there's one guy that I know that has the hottest take of them all. I always start with him because of how hot his takes are. Panda, what did you think of this movie? I really like this movie. Uh, and here's why I like it. It is so, it hits all the traditional Hallmark vibes, but it, it does it in the dumbest way possible. Uh, and I mean, this is like next level, like ridiculous, like everyone's kind of a doofus in this movie, but it's played for like the lunacy and just laughs. And like, I, I laughed out loud more during this movie than I have any other Hallmark movie. I I think ever, like I, I, I did not know what they were going to do next in some way you did, but in another way, like what was the spin they were going to do with it? Uh, the characters are really fun. Like I just had a really great time watching this movie. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch this. Jonathan, what'd you think? I laughed and I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you cry? I want to know that. I cried remembering that as the only Jew at Covenant Presbyterian (laughs) (laughs) preschool during the Christmas pageant, 
Uh, I played one of the wise men. Yeah, you did. Because nobody, like Joel, bothered to tell me the story. <laughs> I said Jesus had come to save the leopards. <laughs> <laughs> and so this brought back a lot of uh, a lot of trauma. For me. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, when the guy says, "I'll tell you what," I cried. I cried when he when he declared himself uh, uh, Jewish and uh, admitted that <laughs> pretending to be Christian Ethan was the most fun he ever had. In his life. <laughs> <laughs> He's lived. I, I just went. He lived a life of misery till he got to pretend to be a Christian. Yeah, and so that threw me a little bit. But, uh, I, I, I will see it after I see my therapist. Uh, um, yeah, I love this movie, man. This movie was a riot. It was super funny. It did have a different feel. Uh, I like. I felt like they were actually trying to be funny in this movie, which is a little bit of a. a, 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 a you don't even know that doesn't happen in other Hallmark mm-hmm. movies. It's funny because it's not good, but in this case, it was funny because they were trying to be funny. I laughed a lot at this movie. I thought the dad was hysterical. I thought that uh, 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 what's his name, uh, Glenn. Glenn was a riot. I loved Glenn. Uh, and there was just a lot about this movie that made me laugh, and so for that reason, it's a it's a love for Bran. We can't hear you. What'd Sorry, you say, John? I thought Glenn was also Jewish. Did anybody get that vibe? I mean, I don't really get Jewish vibes, Jonathan. <laughs> uh, but I'll let you handle that. <laughs> if you Your think Dar is not what it should be out there, is that what you're <laughs> uh, not out here in Greenville, South Carolina. No, no, I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, you're no, totally I, good. We'll Anytime take, we get a Judar reference, I mean, you know. <laughs> we'll take your word for it. That's right. Um, yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I just thought it was a hysterical movie. Yeah, I, so. I really hated this movie. <laughs> like, like I'm just telling you right now. Like, it starts off and it's like got a very screwball comedy vibe to it, and I'm like, okay, fun and different. But then, as I realized that if you're gonna be a screwball comedy, you have to be smart. At the same time, it is inevitable that this movie is going to fall on its face. And it is just, it ends up being the dumbest movie we've watched all year. And also one of my least favorite. Like, everyone, like, leans into the lie. So, like, when you have a lie in these movies, like, they try to hide it most times. Like, in Mingle All the Way or in Mistletoe Promise. They're trying to keep it secret. But, like, in this movie, they just lean into the, It's like, yeah, I am an architect. I will help you decorate the house. Like... <laughs> It is like next, like it's next level dumb. Everyone leans into the lie till they're caught, and then they try to make another lie to cover it up, which is even dumber. All while politely educating us on the basics of Hanukkah, which I feel like most people know already. Like, like, like the things that they were doing to be like, now look, it's Hanukkah. Like, if you're a sixty year old man and don't know that, like, how sheltered a life have you been living? What's this mi- minora thing? Like what? Like I don't understand. Like it's pretty common. I just I, I hate. Like it was it was it, the depths of me. It started off and I was like, this is different. But by the second hour, like I just could not want it to end more. Like it's a bottom five for me. Wow, you're wrong. Wow, you're wrong. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what to tell it's you. It's time for all the feels. As far as the show, we talk about when this movie gave us is. Uh, uh, Hanukkah feels. Uh, Jonathan, did you did you get any any feels in this movie? When the mom uh, discovers uh, Jewish Ethan is Jewish and and really embraces it and comes in and says, uh, 
uh, in preparation for a Hanukkah celebration, I made a list. And the father said, ha, huh, always with the list. I couldn't help but think Schindler's list. And I put me right out of the movie. I knew where you were going as soon as you said list. And I was like, no. Uh, yeah. Always with the list. Oh, my God. <laughs> so those are that's a good feel that's a Hanukkah feel there's no doubt about it feel. this uh, is a movie that delicately balances teaching people about the Jewish tradition of Hanukkah with list jokes <laughs> and a character that says holy Hanukkah at one point <laughs> what about the uh, what about the oive uh, apron? apron the oive like, apron yeah. <laughs> well I, I... <laughs> the thing is I, I got, here's the thing. I don't think the problem is that Joel is Jewish. I think the problem is Joel's an actor. Yeah, yeah, and he's so yeah. self-involved. Yeah. He never noticed there was a thing called Christmas or Christmas. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he grew up in New York. And yeah. here's what I don't understand. <laughs> Irving Berlin is, grow, is born in a shuttle in Poland and manages to write White Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Jews wrote the New Testament. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're not familiar with this story. Yeah. 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 Every, every young Jew is told Christmas is beautiful. They're celebrating the birth of a Jewish boy. What's wrong with that? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And somehow, this actor never noticed. He's method, Jonathan. He's method. <laughs> Boy, Joel's got bigger issues than, than being Jewish. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Panda, you got any feels? I, I have. I, I did get any holiday feels, but there were a lot of lines that just made me about tip out of my chair. One of my favorites, I, I think at any Hallmark film I've ever seen, and film's maybe too much of a word yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, he said, I've never had ham. They say, hey, do you want ham? He goes, I've never had ham. That's a plot twist. <laughs> I just love that. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just, I, it was, it's great. And then the scene where he has to sing Deck the Halls and he doesn't know the lyrics, that's literally story of my life when we're singing in the car together. And so I felt that. Uh, like, I love that scene. The awkward moment of their, their, it, this movie has enough great awkward moments in it. Uh, I just loved it. Jonathan, I loved it. How old were you when you learned Deck the Halls for the first time? So I can remember in the Christmas pageant at Covenant Presbyterian uh-huh. teaching. Uh, I forget which Christmas Carol, but teaching it to the Gentile Mormon kid, Tim Curley. <laughs> <laughs> so I, again, Jews have made a lot of money and success in making Christmas songs, movies. I, I, Joel, I can see why Joel's doing community theater. This, <laughs> this sounds like, I, I know this is not about the movie, but this Covenant Presbyterian sounds like it is a place to be. Yeah. Like, I am all in on this particular preschool at this point. I'm sending my daughter there. I mean, <laughs> Mormons, great. Jews, uh, Christians, it, it is just a... Uh, it's still there. By the way, God bless them. I pass it uh, maybe two or three times a year. And uh, back then... They also used to play Paul Robeson albums for nap time and, and uh, tell us why the Vietnam War was wrong. And so I realized wow. I was raised by communists. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, you were. God bless you, them is right. You, I mean, that script is just sitting there ready for you to write. <laughs> you haven't done it yet. 
Um, yeah, I got a lot of uh, just funny feels. Like, I thought this movie was funny. The dad, I think, worked way more for me than he probably should have. I found him, like, just saying so many times. I found that to be very funny and just very, like, just true to life sometimes. Just sometimes you just got to. And so I thought the movie, the movie, uh, I got the feels because the the funniness worked for me. I know it's I know that's hard to believe, but like the dad just was one one shot that nailed made the shot basketball reference after another, and so it worked for me. You nailed that reference. Thank you. The dad was like Clancy Brown and a garbage disposal. (laughs) (laughs) Very mechanical. (laughs) If this this find that the mom was an animatronic uh robot (laughs) yeah she's just got the perma smile on her face she's always kind of like you bet no there's a world where this movie is a jewish horror movie like and he's he's trapped there and they're just bringing out like just basic hanukkah stuff to keep him placated and like yeah i think that there's a world where that works and at the basement of jews that's right Who have been brought home. Yeah, that's right. It's like get out, but, but and then Jewish. The yeah. off as accountants for people in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole basement full. I, I will say, like, for me, I think why I hated the movie so much is it would have worked better as a spoof of Hallmark movies. Like, if this is, like, we watched a Christmas movie Christmas, and if you're on Patreon, that's an up-TV movie. If you're on Patreon, you'll get to hear our episode on that. But... For me, like, this movie does so much that's so dumb that if they had committed fully to it being a, like, a full spoof of what Hallmark Christmas movies do. So, like, Hallmark Christmas movies never address Hanukkah. This does and does it so poorly. Like, this movie works better as a spoof. And so when I realize 45 minutes in that it's not going to be a spoof and these people are going to have real actual moments and try to be real fathers and real brother-in-laws... At that point, I just was like, no, there's no feels to be had in this. It's just dumb for the sake of being dumb. So I didn't have anything. Um, It's time for the wait what. Um, Jonathan, I'll start with you because I I imagine it's going to be short because they just nailed Hanukkah. (laughs) Um, But did you have any uh, any wait what's that kind of stuck out to you? Wow, uh, I'm I'm looking through my my list. It's rather long. The um, no, the the the, uh, no. The only the only feeling I had is I want to see them do an Easter movie when the stakes get a little higher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, everybody. You know what I mean? mean, He will have had ham at that point. That's right. Everybody's going to be on. I also want to see the um, the the bris. When he explains to dad about what the circumcision is all about. <laughs> when they have the baby boy. I want yeah. to see that. If they're still being goofballs at, on Easter Sunday, then I'm probably back on board with this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Panda? Oh, I have a few things that just kind of stood out to me. Uh, first of all, he's not. Like, I, I feel like Hallmark maybe leans into this, but he is a really bad actor. I want to I want to just <laughs> like it, it, like next level bad. First of all, he, he needs to research small town life, uh, which makes me just is that something you really have to research that much? He's never been to a small town is what he says. Well, because which, when you're a Jew. No, here's the thing. This does <laughs> get to the problem with the movie. It, 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 it literally survives on every Jewish cliche ever. He's a he, he's a Jew, so when he gets to a small city, he says, "I never knew places like this existed." <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a line. Of yeah, the he says that. He says that, and then 
somehow he he can't help but lie, even when he admits he's Jewish. And everything he does is wrong and and greedy. He eats the popcorn. He <laughs> he does the decorations himself. <laughs> blows the fuse in their house. <laughs> I mean, he's one, he's one bad thing away from being murdered. I, I just, <laughs> Sorry. I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, she calls the Reinhardts because the guy's name is Ethan Reinhardt. She calls the hometown. She's uh, the mom does. Uh, and she's calling a New Haven connect and she goes, well, it's not that hard. There's not that many Reinhardts there. Um, faults. There's 235 of them. I looked it up. Uh, and I got to be honest I with mean, you. How do you know? Like, how do you know? That's my thing is you call a city. They didn't know about Ethan. They didn't know anything. And he goes ahead and she like nails it. First call being like, hey, come on over. Meet, meet the family. Dive, but you're right. I, I, it's, yeah. I'm just saying, tossing it out there. Yeah. If it was like a Pandolf situation. Yeah, different I, story. It's a different story. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm that's where I'm I'm at there. Uh, and finally, does being an architect uh, mean that you cannot hang up Christmas lights or that you have a special <laughs> gift in hanging up Christmas lights? I yeah. just have a question about that. No, I, I think for me, the dumbest part of that is, is he volunteers like he's never seen a small town. Right. He's never hung up Christmas lights, but he is imbued with this confidence of being a fake architect. Yeah. Like he is just like, no, no, no. I'm an architect. I will help you out, and it's going to be awesome. It's like if he says architect enough times in his head, he he's, all of a sudden gets skill. I, and it just is the like, why would you volunteer for that? Yeah. Like if I was trying to pass as like a baker, like a great baker, and somebody's like, could you bake me a cake? And I go, yeah, I'm a baker. Well, that's going to end poorly. He's a sick man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's no. a self-hating Jew <laughs> who wants to pretend he's Christian. <laughs> 4,000 years of tradition, you don't eat ham. The blonde woman says, would you like some ham? He says, yes, yeah, yeah. let me try some ham. He's I, a self-hating Jew. I, I wrote down, I, I get that he's Jewish, but he's also an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Again, it's, it's a, he's, he's, Joel, he's a self-hating Jew. This movie is a desperate cry for help. <laughs> show this movie on Jewish learning so that young Jewish boys and girls will have self-respect. <laughs> Want some ham? Yeah, I'll have some ham. Now, now what did he do I'll wrong? I'll have some Eucharist. Oh, sure, <laughs> you always get Eucharist with the ham. That's the rule. Um, he is the Joey Tribbiani. Of- yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there, I stopped doing them after I got a few just because I figured I'd get tired. There are of writing. so many. Um, and there was a lot in the synopsis. The one, the first one that stuck out to me was at one point she gives her friend a candle and her friend says, you got the candle I liked. And my problem with that is, did she get the kind of candle? Like, I like this brand. Or is it one specific smell? Like, oh, you got the one smell that I don't hate. Thank you for it. I just want to know about that. Um, there's a, a conversation. She shows the her boss the drawings, and they talk about the curve. And, like, we don't get ahead of the curve. We design the curve. Yeah. I- and I don't, I don't know what... What not it good to be ahead of the curve? 
<laughs> uh, not not if you're a designer, but you can't look back either. You like can't you want to be back. squarely you need to be in, right the, in curve. the present. That's right. We designed the curve right in the middle of yeah. it. That's and what you got to be. At one point, they buzz in for a door uh, in New York, and the door just flies open. That's not how the buzzing situation. No, they no. buzz the door, unlocks. You still have to do the door doesn't just come flying open. That's not how yeah. it works. And then it, the movie continues from that point with a lot of them, but I just didn't write them down. No, there are so many, and I, you know, we're already going to have an hour and a half long episode, which is totally fine by me. Um, no one in this movie can sing. No, no, no one in this movie can sing. No matter who sits down at the piano, it is just monotone. I do not understand. Why is the dad even trying? He just sings the same note. Deck the halls with boughs of hot. Like, he's that guy. He's every dad at church on, you know, midnight Christmas Eve mass who's trying to sing along that needs to shut up. Like, But it doesn't matter. Like, then the guy tries to teach him the dreidel song, and he can't sing. And I'm like, you got the one Jewish guy in the movie. He can't sing. No one can sing. They need to scrap that tradition right now. Um, there's a lot of problems with her as a designer. By and large, she's not good at it, I think is the main (laughs) one. Um, she measures a very famous person for a dress and never takes the tape measure off of her neck. Like just, it's there for decoration and that's it. Um, I do want to camp out on Christian Ethan for a second because he calls her and he finds out that there's another Ethan at Christmas. How does he find that out? Through hashtags. That's how he finds it out. Her best friend, and I want to make sure I get this right, her best friend sees them and decides she's going to give us post it with a series of hashtags. So one of those hashtags is my former bestie with her fiance. Shouldn't be a hashtag, should right. just be a status, right? Um, but then she does hashtag Evan Reinhardt. That's what she does. Now, she does not tag Evan Reinhardt. Because if she had tagged him, she would have noticed that it was a different guy. She she doesn't she just hashtags it. So my man Christian Christian Ethan Ethan <laughs> Reinhardt has been searching hashtag Ethan Reinhardt every morning. Yes, he has. He gets up in the morning and he searches a hashtag with his own name. That's the only way he could possibly find out about this. That's that's just patently and that's, that's wrong. That's right? wrong. You okay. you get up every morning and hashtag brain and gray. You search it. Oh, yeah, I, I never. Do that. Um, I did. There's a movie last year uh, called Entertaining Christmas with Jodie Sweetin, Stephanie Tanner from Full House, yeah. and basically people think she's great at being a Martha Stewart type, and her agent keeps putting her in these situations where she has to act like it, and she's not good at it. If you guys remember this, yeah, I got those feelings in this movie for Joel, except he was putting himself in all those situations. <laughs> Like, and so like, he's not an architect, but he's always like, yeah, I'm an architect. Let me do that. Gingerbread house. Let me do it. Let me, he always does it, but it is not his fault on when they go to see the house, when they go to see the house, uh, what's her, the girl's names, uh, brother-in-law and sister are building a house and they want to know where a portico should go. And they're like, now you're going to have to do some imagination because this isn't finished guys. The drywall is up. The oven is in. The the oven is in the wall. I built a house. The last thing you do is put the oven in the wall. That means the electrical is done. I'm sorry, Joel. I'm sorry, Jewish Ethan. There's no way that they're going to make any changes at this point. It's done. It is done. And so I just don't understand why they thought that would be a thing. And then lastly, um, and I this, there's a bunch that I'm really skipping over here. Um, but the last one is, is if you're going to pitch to your parents that your boyfriend is Mr. Christmas, you say it to them over and over again. Then when you hire an actor 
to play your boyfriend, the first thing that you should tell him is, BT Dubs, you're Mr. Christmas. That's the first thing you should tell him because in the, in the character breakdown. That's right. Play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like let's like in every other fake fiance, fake boyfriend movie, Mingle All the Way, <laughs> Mistletoe Promise, Snow Bride, they have a conversation. Right. They sit down at a table, they go, Okay, these are my parents' names, these are the things I like, this is my favorite color, this is where we met. They do this whole bit. And in that bit, she would have said, by the way, you're Mr. Christmas. You know everything about Christmas because this method actor would have gone home and studied Christmas and wouldn't have been thrown off by the ham. But <laughs> instead, she doesn't tell him any of that. And then he looks like a doofus because he, th- he doesn't know anything about Christmas. Like, that's just that's just rule one. That's just yeah. basic stuff. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, it's time for What the Hallmark. It's the part of the show where we wonder what could have been, what would maybe happen that would give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Uh, Panda? Yeah, I have just a two mainly. First of all, um, is there a way that we can have Hallmark do a religious program of some sort where they explain religions? I would love that. Like, I just, I mean, legitimately, I, like, that is an honest question. Like, Bill, Michelle, just consider it. Yeah. Just tossing it out there. I would love to watch. I would, I would, that would be mandatory watching every week for me. Uh, and then the other thing I just am wrestling with is, and I know it, we, we try to avoid these because it's so obvious, but do you see the couple together? This is one where I just don't, how are they going to make it? Because he wants to go do community theater and I'm not like in a small town and, and, and I, like, I don't know a lot about theater. Uh, but I do not think that that necessarily pays particularly well out. And you are trying to make a living outside of New York. And then she wants to be a costume designer. Is that, is there a lot of money here? Is it, what are they going to do? Like yeah. what's the, what's the play here? He did make one comment about how, Oh, it's only two hours outside of New York and it could be done. But aside from that, I don't know. It seems like oil and water. It still seems like even two hours outside of New York cost of living yeah, yeah, yeah. It being what it There's is. I there. don't, I'm just, I'm concerned yeah. for yeah, them. Yeah, that's fair. Jonathan, uh, I I thought it was I I think if anyone should be offended by this movie, it's not Jews. It's <laughs> yes, because at one point Jewish Ethan says, "Yeah, listen, it's Christmas. You don't have to be any religion to enjoy it." Which I get, except again, I never had any doubt from Covenant Presbyterian on that you know. Christians celebrate Christmas because it's the birth of Jesus. That's right. <laughs> who, who I'm not a Jew against Jesus. I'm not a Jew necessarily for Jesus, <laughs> but I'm a big fan of Jesus as a rabbi. <laughs> Jesus is a great man and great teacher. Whatever. Hallmark, stay out of it. That's why, right. why are you reminding us? Yeah. Yeah. That there's a religious context to all of this. There's a Jewish guy on our podcast saying that Hallmark doesn't mention Jesus enough, and I just want to mark the tape there because it, it, is, it is not only is it accurate, they never like they make sure they do their darndest to make sure that Christmas is never about the birth of Jesus ever under any circumstances. Well, then don't bring a Jew. On the and that's when you know Hallmark has jumped the shark That's with right. the Christmas programming. We got to get this Hanukkah thing right, guys. Don't screw it up. <laughs> what about Christmas? Nah, trees and Santa. <laughs> that's about it. Well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a little trivia, which is the one thing we know for sure is Jesus is, the, is celebrated both. If he celebrates his birthday, he definitely celebrated both. Because in the book of John, 
there's a reference to Jesus uh, uh, appearing during the um, Festival of Lights. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. You bo- know, I think he might have liked this movie. It's a both and. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so me saying it's terrible after you saying Jesus would have liked it. I'm on. Uh, it's a tough sledding out here, man. <laughs> yeah. Disagreeing with Jesus. I don't know how I feel about that, Dan. <laughs> um, for me, I do want to know what he thought about ham. Uh, was he, did, he, did he like it? Yeah. Uh, but also just at the end, um, the way that the sick director, who was still there, which was very kind of him, um, brings up the uh, the designer and the celebrity and says, we know each other from summer stock days. Yeah. What is that? I have that? no idea what that is. I want to know None. more. Like, is that like I stocked them during the summer? Or is it like summer stock, like a stock of clothing? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I legitimately must have misheard him. I thought. They said summer sock days. And for some reason, I didn't question that. And okay, I, don't know. I, can, I can answer this. Okay, great, great. So summer stock used to be what amateur theater uh, semi-pros would do up in New England during the summers where college kids would get theatrical experience. Oh. And it was called summer stock, stock See, theater. That's stock. a real, then that makes that line makes all the this sense is, in the world. This is why we do this segment because sometimes we get answers. Sometimes and we I, get answers. And and that's right. I appreciate that. Um, I don't think you're going to get any answers on my what the hallmark. First of all, I do want to know where she purchased the Oive apron <laughs> because she got that thing overnight. She did not get it from Amazon, right? There was a store in that small town. And the only way that that is sold is patronizing, right? Like, you're right there. The only way that small town is selling oive aprons is in a funny, winking, ha-ha juice way. <laughs> not, not, in a, not in a serious... That's actually the name of the store. It's just ha-ha juice. <laughs> right? Like, I, I have, like, I don't think that that, like, she didn't just go on Amazon and get it overnight, yeah. right? Like, she got it. She was just had it the next day. And then this guy who's been working six months on that play. I just want to know when we say six months, how long it, it like uh, every day are we talking? Is this a full day? Is this a side project? And also if you were working six months, I can only imagine that Joel screwed up the line and said, I've spent many of many of cold days. He said, I've spent many of cold days. That can't be the actual line in the play, right? <laughs> many a cold days. Many, many, many a cold days would be right. He said many of cold days. I spent many, comma, of cold days. Like he just, I don't, like there's no way that's the actual line in the play. So I, I want a little insight in the background on how much time this guy actually spent on this play. Yeah. And then lastly, I want to know why Rugala wasn't included in this movie. Be, because um, we have a, a fan, and this is not an ad, but we have a fan whose husband owns this place called Sweet Thing Bakery, uh, sweetthingshop.com. And she is right next to Ha Ha Juice. And Rugula is a, apparently, Jonathan, you can help me here, a, a treat that you, a baked treat you get during, during Hanukkah. Is that accurate? Donuts are what you're you're supposed to eat jelly donuts for Hanukkah, but you should eat rugula every day, every day, because every day, because wow. it's it's uh, and you should only get it from that bakery that's <laughs> for free. Yeah. yeah, they sent us and it's there's birthday cake, chocolate chip, there's cranberry, there's cinnamon, uh, something. They're delicious. If you're yeah, watching on Friendly good. TV, friendlytv.com slash DTH. 
It is so good. And I feel like the fact that I've not had this in my life for 36 years, I mean, and they didn't put it in the movie because I'm all in on the arugula. Yeah. I'm all in on arugula. You know okay. what I've always hey, by said? The way, yeah, go ahead. If you're like that, uh, we don't really proselytize, but we're always looking for a few good people for the tribe. If you'd like to join up. <laughs> uh, well, you know what I've always said? Hanukkah is for everyone. Uh, that's, you know, that old saying. Mm. I love that old saying. They did say that. Yeah. They did. Uh, we did it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Jonathan, do you have any uh, anything else that you just want to say um, about? I just want to say uh, a happy Hanukkah and a Merry Christmas to everybody there. It is true that we ought to celebrate the birth of every child. And we ought to give to the community school program by writing a review for Deck the Hall, regardless of what holiday we celebrate, uh, because what we all love are children, and we all want to make sure they have a great future. So I mean, Jonathan Shapiro, what a guy! He's above and beyond. How can people uh, stay up to date with you um, and your work and the things that you write and all that good stuff? Well, you can go on uh, the on the on the internet. Sure. There's a there's a Twitter and a Facebook <laughs> uh, under the headline uh, Jonathan Shapiro at Legal Shapiro and at Art of Telling Stories dot com. Yeah, you are our lawyer. And so I do appreciate that. No, that's a nice of you to do on the side. Nice. For us. Yeah, it's, it's a great nice. it's a great bit. Um, and before we go, we do have to do our patron of the week. Yeah, of course. Uh, which uh, it's just a big deal uh, around here. We get to celebrate our patrons. And Jonathan's going to sit through it and just be upset that he did. Um, <laughs> it's going to be it's great. It's good to sit. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Jo- uh, patron of the week, Panda just spends weeks and weeks researching yeah. uh, our patrons, yeah. trying to really nail down uh, who they who they are yeah. and what their stories are. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, to tell, tell everybody about who we have today, Dan. Uh, we got a couple of, uh, couple of good ones. We've got Daniel Higgins and mm-hmm. Debbie Barnett. Yeah, Daniel and Debbie, they are two of my favorite people to really dive deep into uh, for the story. Uh, They started a uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra cover band. Did they? Yeah. (laughs) So they, now, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, by and large, plays Christmas music. Correct. They, they, They did not write themselves. So this is a cover band of a by and large cover well, yeah, orchestra. Yeah, but they have a unique take on it. They, what's it? Uh, what's it called? They use kazoos. Uh, <laughs> all right, so it's just kazoos. Just kazoos. But they're, they're mimicking Trans Siberian Orchestra. Correct. They're what's, a cover what's band. What's their band called? Uh, F- Fab Funds. Fab with, Funds. With so a how Z. would anyone <laughs> make the connection between a kazoo Christmas music? band called fab funds and the trans-siberian orchestra well, well i had questions about that as well and it's one of those things that it, it's actually have their a tagline so okay. it's not just fab funds you have to say the entire thing okay. fab funds a trans-siberian orchestra tribute band okay now it's a tribute band very good that well, sounds it's also better, a cover, it's, better than cover because it's cover of covers at that point right what, what's their biggest song that people are kind of asking for uh they they really like uh sarajevo uh yes. number five <laughs> yeah. uh with the sarajevo Kazoo. number five <laughs> Uh, You're speaking about the Christmas Eve series. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 24-7. That's the one. By the way, is this still Deck the Hallmark podcast? I feel like I I had a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people pay money for this, if you can believe it, Jonathan. No, they pay money for this bit. I'm not making it up. It's true. I'm enjoying it. I just thought it was a different show. If you have a stroke, you'll enjoy it more. (laughs) (laughs) 
So they are they are just really quick. Are they doing well? Yeah. Uh, fantastic. They've sold out every uh, local bar in town. Wow. Every local. They're bar. selling tickets to local bars now. Huh? <laughs> right. Well, wow. yeah. It's a five dollar cover. Gotcha. Is there a drink minimum? Uh, two a, drink a, minimum. A drink minimum. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's the only way well, to listen. To Daniel and Debbie, thanks so much for your patronage and for. Still giving. Yeah. Best, best of luck to you. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's always a, always a pleasure. It really is, man. Um, and uh, may we be the first to wish everybody a, uh, a, a Merry Christmas and uh, Happy, Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com.